everything in life is essentially a choice. Like, yes, overall there is right and wrong. Like there, there is a moral boundary. I believe in God and things like that. But for everyday life and pretty much everything, it's like, you have a choice. I had a choice to do this interview or not. I have a choice to put on this hat or not. I have a, I have a choice to either spend my money here or spend my money here. Right? So like when you understand that everything is a choice, you also have a choice upon which is the way that you show up and you can either show up powerfully or you can show up needy. Your entire actions, your entire body language, your entire thought process is going to come at this from this angle of, I need them, oh my gosh, what if they say no? What's the worst day you've ever had? Mine was receiving the news that I was a victim of a scheme where I lost thousands of dollars to a fraudulent business education program. Sound familiar? Hopefully not. It is my mission to inspire entrepreneurs to conquer imposter and shiny object syndrome, step into leadership, and create an engaged audience. But the real question is, how do we actually do it? Join me on my journey as I learn and implement strategies alongside successful entrepreneurs. My name is Mac, and this is the Surviving Entrepreneurship Podcast. Here with Josh Forty. Um, I think he needs very little introduction to most people here. So if you don't mind, just for those who don't know you, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background? Yeah, man, for sure. Well, um, first off, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, I'm Josh Forty. I have, oh gosh, let's see. Um, I started in the internet marketing, like online world of entrepreneurship about four years ago. Um, and I got started in the Instagram game. And since then, I've really just been obsessed with I mean, I've had a, a big, long journey throughout that period, but really been focusing on uh, growing audiences, uh, specifically like personal brands and audiences around that, uh, and then tying that audience with a, a profitable offer to make it profitable. And one of the things that I'm really big on is um, not just building an audience, but building a profitable audience, building an engaged audience of the right people. I'd rather have you know an audience of 5,000 people that are super, super engaged, that buy my product, that make me you know half a million dollars a year or a million dollars a year, than you know, 100,000 followers that are not the right people, that are just there, that are you know maybe like stuff, but they don't buy anything from it. So I'm uh, very focused on you know growing and managing followers. I've grown and managed over 6 million followers on social media. I've done over $3 million in revenue for my students and clients. And we've had a ton of fun doing it for the past four years. Um, and so yeah, that's, I mean, that's a very, very very brief background. I've had uh, a lot of really cool experiences. I've got to speak all over the country. I've got to do stuff with Russell Brunson, um, really big into mindset, um, just kind of stuff like that. And I've worked with clients like, I mean, my clients are like Steve Larson and ClickFunnels, Russell, um, Dave Woodward, uh, Julie Stoian, Cody Neer, people like that. Those have all been clients of mine. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Um, and I mean, if you don't know any of those people, you should start Googling them right now and definitely <laughs> Googling Josh, but just kind of off the beaten path, um, we can kind of feel your passion based on what you just said, but what, what made you happy today, Josh? Well, man, what made me happy? Who? Well, it's actually a really interesting question. So I grew up on a farm, right? Um, I grew, well, actually I take that back. Um, I, I was born in Wisconsin. At the age of one, we moved to the suburbs of Los Angeles. And at age 11, my parents sold the house. My dad quit his job and my siblings and I and my parents all got in the back of an RV and started driving across country. And then we ended up at this farm in Indiana. I don't know how we got there, but that's how we, where we ended up. So um, I grew up in, you know, blue collar working, you know, with farmers and welders and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, making $12 or $15 an hour was a really good wage. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing that, but like, I wanted to get rich because I saw 
you know, financial problems in my family and, you know, whatever there was problems or issues or fights, it always had to do with money. Right. And so it was like one of those things where I was like, man, if I just got rich, if I just had money, then that was going to solve all my problems. And I thought that that would make me happy. And so when I got into the entrepreneurship world, my goal was get rich and get famous because I thought if I was rich and I was famous, I would be able to, you know, go find happiness. And so, um, really it was about two years ago. I had this moment where I was 24 years old. I was making, you know, around $50,000 a month. It was more money than I had ever made in my life, but I was completely miserable. I was working 18 or 19 hours a day, seven days a week. And I just, I knew something was going to break. And I literally was living like a dream, right? I mean, it was like first class flights. It was Miami. It was LA. It was New York. It was, you know, Las Vegas, like whatever I could basically do or go wherever I wanted. But I was like the most depressed I had ever been in my life. And so I, I ended up, I went to Funnel Hacking Live and I spoke at a mastermind right before that. I went at Funnel Hacking Live. I looked at everybody up on stage and I thought like, I'm never going to get there. And I, and I, I flew home and I just, I cried myself to sleep that night. I canceled all my clients. I went from making $50,000 a month to making about $3,000 a month in about 24 hours. Um, just cause I canceled everything. I refunded, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of, of clientele. And I sat down and I went, all right, if mindset is the key to success, right? Like if that's what it's all about, then I clearly don't understand what that is. And so I went and through that, I studied the mind and I studied how that worked and I studied mindset. And during that whole process, I started to find my purpose. I started to find what I was passionate about. I started to understand how that, you know, is aligned. And then, and I'm going through the story quickly, quickly here. Um, but then in um, February, I'm sorry, in March of last year, um, so about a year and two months ago now, um, my brother, older brother, um, I only have one older brother and then six younger siblings, but my older brother uh, was killed in a helicopter crash. Um, and like, it was totally, obviously not expected. And that like, just really, really wrecked my life um, and kind of really messed me up. Um, and so I had an agency at the time. I ended up selling that. I, my girlfriend and I went and traveled just to kind of get away and like kind of reset. And during that whole time, like I really found, like I found my purpose. I like actually my purpose. I, I found God and my relationship with him and like, just like a lot of things about that. And like, so going back to your original question of like, what makes me happy? Like I would say that growth with purpose makes me really happy. And I think that, you know, I'm actually, it's funny you asked that question. I have a shirt right now. This is happiness <laughs> is a choice on right now. Um, and I believe that like you, you get to choose to be happy, right? And like, you're not going to be happy all the time. In fact, it's not healthy to be happy all the time. Like you have to have the lows in order to have the highs. You have to be sad in order to be happy. But like overall, you can be happy. You can be content moving as long as you're moving forward, yeah. as long as you're chasing in the goal. And I think that that goal needs to be fueled by your purpose, right? And then once you find your purpose, I think it's, it's very easy to be able to look at the happy side of things and choose happiness and choose the joy in life, which is largely why I teach audiences. I, I really truly believe my purpose is teaching other people how to, to get their message out to the world. And this is why we do it. I mean, we've helped, like I said, 6 million followers grow and manage on social media, all organically, zero paid ads. Um, this year alone, we've already added over a half a million dollars in uh, collected cash to our clients' bottom lines. Um, so like very, very passionate about that. And I think that brings me a lot of joy and happiness. And you know what, everything you're saying, um, I can say almost pretty much say I've been a witness to it because um, I know you're familiar with this guy, Alex Engar. Um, I am a physical therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a physical therapist. So nice. I think you 
you were introduced like through him to me, you know, in a weird way. Um, and then I started following you. So that's pretty cool. So I've seen the progress he's made and, you know, you're saying all this stuff and I'm like, yeah, like this is for real. This is legit. Um, yeah. And you said a lot of powerful stuff there about mindset, because I think that's so powerful because yeah. you can talk about strategy, you can talk about processes, all these things, but without the right mindset, which I find myself in that place, it, it doesn't work. It's not going to work. It's not going to get you to where you need to be. And I, you know, so what do you find, what do you, what have you found is the most important thing relating to mindset and success and success being defined as, you know, finding the right audience and getting your message out there, whatever your skill is, um, just getting your message out there to help other people. Yeah. So I would say there, there's, there's two parts to that. Um, one would be the way upon which you show up. And the second would be the way upon which you choose to view a situation. And, and let me give you a perfect example of this. So I have a, a coach. Um, her name is Katie Richardson. And I like, she's a, a very, very high level coach. She costs $60,000 a year. All right. Like just to, to kind of put it in perspective at how like she's very, very high level has grown like a massive company before sold it, been on the cover of entrepreneur magazine. She's very, very smart. And, um, one of the things that she taught me is she said, Josh, like you, everything in life is essentially a choice. Like, yes, overall there is right and wrong. Like there, there is a moral boundary. I believe in God and things like that, but for everyday life and pretty much everything, it's like, you have a choice. I had a choice to do this interview or not. I have a choice to put on this hat or not. I have a, I have a choice to either spend my money here or spend my money here. Right? So like when you understand that everything is a choice, you also have a choice upon which is the way that you show up. And you can either show up powerfully or you can show up needy, all right? Those are your two options, essentially, upon which you show up, all right? Because when you show up, nothing in life is neutral, right? Like, you can be like, oh, yeah, like, I don't care. Like, that's still a position. That, that's, that's, you're not taking a neutral stance on it, right? You, whatever you do, you're, you're showing up one way or the other. And so, for example, I went through and we just did a client launch. And, uh, I, like I went and when I pitched this client originally, I was like super, super nervous about it. Cause they were like this big client. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to be paying me money or whatever. And my coach looked at me and she said, Josh, right now you are showing up in need. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you need them right now. And guess what? Because in your mind, you need them because you, you need them as a client. You need their money. You need like your entire actions, your entire body language, your entire thought process is going to come at this from this angle of, I need them. Oh my gosh. What if they say no? You ever had someone beg for, beg you for something? Yeah. Like you go down the street and you have that. It's like not a great feeling if you're on the receiving end of that, right? The same thing is true even with this client. So if I would have showed up that way and like needed them, they would have felt that. And I've lost many clients that way. She said, Josh, I want you to go and I want you to say, you do not need that person. I was like, well, I don't need them. She's like, now I want you to believe it. And so she, we went through this entire process. And so she's like, now I want you to position your offer like they need you, mm. right? And I was like, well, I don't. She's like, no, they do need you. They need your services. This is what we call showing up powerfully. When you can say, this is what I have to offer. This is what I choose to do. And I'm going to do this regardless of what anybody else says, regardless of what anybody else thinks, right? I recently pitched Russell Brunson, right? Like, 
That's a really intimidating thing to do in case you've never done it before. Most people haven't, right? <laughs> yeah, That's super intimidating, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what if he thinks of this? Or what if he does this? And my coach goes, you're just so needy right now. And I'm like, ah. and so when I pitched Russell, I was like, this is the path that I'm going down. Would you like to come and join me? And when I do that, when you do that, when you choose to show up with power, you make that decision powerfully. Now you are in control of your life. But what happens is when you show up in a place of need, you give up your control. You give up your choice. And then you give up control of your life. So I would say the first thing is like you have to understand that you have a choice to show up powerfully or to show up with need. Most people show up needy in their relationships, in their business, to their customers, to their clients. They show up needy. I used to a lot. My coach has pulled that out of me. And now the reason that I, you said you can just feel it. I'm showing up powerfully. Like I have made an intentional choice to show up to this podcast and say, I'm going to be me. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to block out everything else. That is a powerful choice. I have a lot of other things going on, right? My team's messaging me. I got clients messaging me. I am saying, nope, I'm going to show up here. I'm going to be present here. That's powerful, right? So that's the first thing. The second part of that is how you choose to look at the situation. So going back to the client launch we just did, right? I just did a client launch. They paid me a bunch of money. We go through five days. We have this five-day rollout period, right? Four days of value, fifth day is a pitch. Four days of value go great. We have 800 people that are showing up and, and registered for these trainings every day, right? It's a big, big launch. Day number five comes, 800 people are ready for the link, and all of a sudden, all the software breaks. None of the emails go out. None of the messages go out. And 800 people that are supposed to get links, nobody gets them. So this pitch that was supposed to yield between twenty dollars and $30,000, right? Nobody showed up for, nobody saw the offer. And these, this client, like it's near the end of the month. This is what they're relying on to pay their bills, like, you know, to go. And I look at this and I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Like, wasn't my fault, wasn't their fault, but it failed, right? It bombed. Like it was six hours before we got in touch with support and got the problem fixed. And by that time, I mean, it was nighttime, right? Like everything's past it by that point. So we had a choice and we had to look at the situation and go, okay, are we going to choose to look at the situation and go, we failed, this sucks and we can't do anything about it. Or are we going to say, how do we choose to show up to this situation? Let's show up with power. Let's look at this from a different angle. So I said, what can we do differently? So we went, we pivoted. We just said, instead of a two day closed cart sequence, we're going to redo the pitch tomorrow. We're going to extend it out seven days. We ended up doing $27,000 in sales on that launch even though nobody saw the initial pitch. Why? Because of the way we chose to view the situation. It was not, this was a failure. It was, hey, we need to adjust what comes next, right? And when you do that, then nothing can phase you because you're like, oh, well, this sucks, right? But I'm gonna choose to look at it as, what can I learn from this? And now I know if I ever go to a launch ever again and my launch completely bombs, guess what I know how to do? I know how to pivot and go make $27,000, right? So it's like, that's the mentality that you have to have is, how am I choosing to show up? And how do I choose to look at that situation? So, I mean, that obviously that sounds amazing, right? That's, a, that's very powerful. But how do you then get that as a, as a new entrepreneur, as someone who's watching this and saying, hey, I'm, I want to develop that skill. What resources would you direct them to to say, this is how you learn how to show up, or this is how you learn how to view a situation and manipulate that? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, 
I can, I can share what has worked for me, right? I, I, I'm not an expert by any means in, in all of these areas, right? But I will say for me, what changed my life was getting a coach. Now, not everybody has the ability to go out and pay a coach. I understand that. But everybody has the ability to go out and take a coach-like action. Meaning that I can go and I can say, all right, I might not be able to afford to go to a Tony Robbins event. I might not be able, I can't afford Tony Robbins as a coach, right? So Russell Brunson can be like, yeah, no problem. Just hire Tony Robbins as your coach. I can't afford a million dollars, right? That's, what, that's how much it costs to work with Tony Robbins. So I'm like, all right, I can afford $5,000 though, a month for 12 months. That's what I can afford. So I'm going to take that option. And maybe for you, you're like, oh, I can't afford a $5,000 a month coach, but I can afford a $1,000 a month coach, right? Or maybe I can't afford any coach right now because I'm just getting started, but I can afford a book. So it's like, all right, like where are the things in your, like what things in your mind do you know are you struggling with? Now, what person of influence would you love to coach with? So if you're like, man, I'd love to coach with Tony Robbins. Great. Now go consume all of Tony Robbins content and then make it a priority. So I'm going to tell you my schedule with my coach. I have access to my coach every day through Voxer or I mean, and one call a week. So I can, I get one call a week with her. So if I were you and I'm like, okay, I can't afford a coach right now. I would say one hour or two hours a week, sit down, give yourself dedicated spot. And for those two hours, you do nothing but read or you do nothing but watch YouTube videos specifically on mindset from Tony Robbins or from whoever it is that you have found to be good. And then every day I box my coach probably 10 minutes a day, roughly. So give yourself 15 minutes a day of affirmations, of uh, reading, of telling yourself positive stories, right? Like everything is controlled by your stories. And this is what, and, and this is true in marketing as well. How we launch audiences is we tell a good story. How you fix your mindset is you tell a good story. How you sell something is you tell your good story. So if you have a limiting belief, if you notice yourself having false beliefs about money, if you notice yourself having false beliefs about audience growth, if you, you know, or about entrepreneurship or about whatever, go and for 15 minutes a day, go, what story can I tell myself that will help me shift that perspective, right? So like, if I have, you know, if I'm having a, a, a tough day with my girlfriend, right? Or my mom or my dad, I'm fighting with them or my boss. I don't have a boss, but you know, my, my employee, right? I can go and I can be like, they suck. They're in the wrong. They're in the blah. Or I can go for 15 minutes today. I'm going to focus on every positive attribute about my girlfriend. I'm going to focus on every single positive attribute about my employee. I'm going to be thankful. for it. And when you do that, now suddenly your entire perspective starts to change and now you're going and saying, okay, listen, I know they messed up. I know this needs to be fixed, but I'm going to remember in gratitude all the good things. And now I'm going to approach that problem knowing that I'm so thankful that they're there. And now I'm going to be able to approach that situation powerfully. Guys, I don't, I don't know if you guys know how powerful that piece of advice was. Um, because I'm just thinking back to all the situations where I could have done that better, where I could have taken that approach and I could have looked at the positive instead of blowing up or instead of taking it out on someone else. And that would have saved so much. So everybody listening to this, just take a second to reflect on that and re-listen to that if you need to, because that was very, very powerful stuff right there. Now, obviously we're in a situation where the economy is changing, things are changing, life as we know it is changing or is going to change forever for most people. And a lot of people are looking onto the online space. A lot of look, people are looking for different places to find an income, to find revenue, to feed their families. 
so people who are listening to this who are new, who are trying to get into entrepreneurship, internet marketing, whatever it is, what advice would you give them as to a path to take that's sustainable versus just the trend or versus just the sexy thing, right? Something that's concrete, something that's evergreen, if you might say that. Yeah, something that's going to be around for the next year, five years, 10 years, like is actually going to, yeah, for sure. The number one thing that I tell people across the board, please build your audience. Like you absolutely need to build your audience. An audience is going to be the thing that is going to save you. And like, I look back to so many people and even in the past like two months with all these people with coronavirus, I have watched friends of mine, people that have been in the online space or whatever, have to pack up shop that are on unemployment, that are on this, and they, it's because they don't have an audience. Not one, not one single one of my friends, not one, and I know thousands, you know, thousands of people in my network across everything, not one single person that had an audience is struggling right now. Every single one of them is still around and being able to sell things because they have focused on building your audience. Now, I am not saying, and, and I'm, this is a big thing that I'm, I'm really big on here. I am not talking about followers. I'm not talking about go get 20,000 followers on Instagram or shoot for 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. I'm talking about a loyal audience, okay? Your audience could be on Instagram. It could be on Facebook. It could be on YouTube. It could be on your email list. I don't care the vehicle. What I do care about is you have to have a way to reach out to your audience and interact with them. And you have to, and the key to building an audience is you have to have a message. And when you build your audience, people follow you because of the story that you tell them, the message that you have. People follow me because of my message of going out there and making the world a better place and of audience hacking and building wildly profitable audiences, right? That's why people stick around and follow me, right? They might have been introduced to me from a million different ways, but they stick around because of the story. They stick around because of my message and what I bring to the world, right? And when you have that in time of need or in time of feast, right? Like either way, if you're able to go and serve them powerfully, you will never run out of money because I have made more from an email list with a thousand people on it than most people do with a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube or a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Why? Because getting followers is a hack, right? That's an algorithm trick. Building an audience is not. Building an audience that follows a story, that buy into you, that follow your message, they will be around forever. I started on Instagram, then I went to Facebook groups, then I tried a YouTube channel and I ended up on podcast. I've tried four different platforms to try to get my, my followers, right? And they have followed me every single place because I have an audience. I don't have a follower count. And there's a big difference there. And so when you focus and show up and go, okay, what's my story? What message am I gonna go out to the world with? If you're in business, what's your framework? And what's the story around that framework? How did you discover that? If you're not in business and you're just trying to grow an audience to, you know, to do whatever, like what's your unique individual story of why you're passionate about people following you and wh what you're doing, right? When people buy into that story, now you can go to them and say, hey guys, listen, what do you want from me? And now you can show up and ask them and they can say, oh, we want to learn blank. And now you can put together a training and you can sell it to them. Or, hey guys, I've got this new, this product over here, this traffic secrets book that Russell Brunson just came out with, right? You guys want it? I, I found a whole lot of value in it. I promoted a free book, like free. And there was upsells on the back end, right? To my audience. I spent like, well, I guess we did run like 
couple hundred bucks in ads, but we only got a few sales reps, more for exposure, okay? To my audience, we made almost $10,000. Why? Because I had an audience. I've built it for four years, but let me tell you something. You're gonna be around in four years, right? So like, if you start now and you only, let's say you get 100 followers a month, 100, and they're, they're quality people, they're real, remember, these are real quality people that buy into you. On average, and there's obviously a compound effect, but let's say on average, you got 100 for the next four years, all right? That's 1,200 followers a year. That's times four is 40, call it 5,000. You now have 5,000 people that follow you. If 20% of them buy, still 1,000 buyers. You know what I'm saying? Like that is life-changing to you, right? Like, and I, I look at myself and I look at my life right now and I go, I am so thankful every single day when I wake up. Like I just give immense amount of gratitude to God because I'm like, my life is amazing because of the audience that I have built. Because I have shown up, because I have provided value, because I've told the right story, because I serve them well. When you build an audience, your entire life will change. Like in ways that you can't even imagine. Awesome. Um, so what's up as we wrap up here, um, yeah. and we definitely, I, I appreciate your time so much. I know, yeah, um, yeah. No, you know, go, go for I it. know what your life is like. I can imagine, but what's a piece of advice you're better at giving than you are receiving, like you are doing yourself. So you're better at giving this advice than you're doing it. Oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> oh man. So like, Hey, do this, but man, I really suck at doing it in my own life. Exactly. Hmm. Um, quite eating healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so a lot like, of people say that. It's one of those things where I'm better at it. So, so a little backstory on that in high school, I worked a night shift job. Well, it was right out of high school. I worked a night shift job. I drank on average of six Dr. Peppers and two monsters every day. Yeah. I ate McDonald's every day for lunch, seven days a week. I ate Chips Ahoy. I always had Chips Ahoy in my truck, right? Like all, all the time, right? So it's like, I got, I'm better from there. And so I try to eat fruits and vegetables every single day, but I am still a sucker for <laughs> lizards and I'm still a sucker for, so uh, you know, like processed foods and cheese curds and stuff like that. So I would say probably that from a business perspective, um, man, that's a good question. Uh, um, probably, so, like I go through it in phases is reading. Okay. So like, I'm a really slow reader. So like what I'll do is I tell people to read all the time. I'm like, you gotta read, you gotta learn, you gotta learn. But like I go through it in phases. Like I'll be good for like a month or two and then I'll like stop and then I'll be like, yeah, reading changed my life. And I'll go six months, I'll be like, oh crap, I haven't read. And then I'll read again, I'll be like, this is amazing. Go, everybody go read, 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 read. And then I'll stop for six months and it'll come back and be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So probably, probably reading, um, reading and eating healthy, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Who would you recommend? Like, just following on a theme of you know, you know, people in this industry, obviously. Who would yeah. you recommend? Um, I interview next to try to get you know, my audience's healthcare, physical therapists, health healthcare workers, new entrepreneurs. Who would you recommend that I interview next, or I look seek to interview next? Well, I can't pick Alex Engar. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, that Alex Engar, a hundred percent. That man is—he's a client of mine. He's a student of mine. That guy is a good dude. Yeah, if you can get Alex Engar on here, I learned from him when I talked to him. He's good. That's awesome. Um, and then just kind of wrapping up here, what if someone wants to reach out to you? They want to learn from you. They want to, you know, follow your stuff and and get to know you. How is what's the best way to reach you, and how can they do that? 
Yeah. So um, thinkdifferenttheory.com is my podcast or thinkdifferenttheory.com on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that. Um, or if you go to thinkdifferenttheory.com slash listen, you can just pick your favorite platform. Um, in all of my podcast episodes down below, uh, every single one of them has all of our links. So I have a free mindset guide, which is like 65 pages long that I wrote. It has 65 pages of reading. It has uh, five videos. It has homework. That's 100% free. We have a sales guide down there. I have a free Facebook group on there. I have my Instagram handle on there. So like any of my podcast episodes, that would be the best place. Um, Instagram, if you ever want to like, if you want to get in touch with me directly, Instagram is the only place I'm probably going to reply to you. That or my Facebook group. If you post in the Facebook group, I'll reply to any post in there. But like people message me on Facebook. Like I don't ever, like it's too, <laughs> I get too, way too many. So Instagram DM. And then from actual learning standpoint, I would say like get on the email list, like sign up for some freebies. Um, we have a big launch coming up at the end of May. Um, and we're going to start promoting it here. But I'm going to be doing a free five-day workshop where I'm actually going to be teaching you, you'll, when you opt in, I'm going to be sending you a, a form and that thing we're going to be filling out and working through together over the course of five days. And I'm actually going to show you like how to pick which platform you should be on, right? How to pick which content you need to be using, how to pick, how to pick your messaging, like and how to figure out all those different things. And then by the time you're done with that, it's going to show you a complete vision of like, okay, now you actually know what you need to go build to build your audience and to expand your business. And so I would say like end of May, if you get on like if you follow me on Instagram, you subscribe to the podcast or you get on the email list, any of those three places, you'll start hearing me talk about that. And uh, the links will probably be coming out here in about two weeks uh, to start to sign up for that. It'll be hundred percent for free. Um, we're doing it as kind of a you know, way to, to teach people this during this time of craziness in the economy. Yeah, that's one. I think that'll be super helpful. I know I'll definitely be taking a part of that. Um, and then finally, uh, last question as we get you out of here, what can I do to help you? Oh man. Um, be the truest version of yourself. And, and, and let me just give a little context around that because like it sounds super cliche. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in God. Um, and I, I believe that each person has a role in life. And so one, one of the time I was in a very deep state of meditation and prayer and I kind of had this vision from God of like, hey, like each person is put on this earth to do something and to do that thing very, very well right? And it's like, I'm on my path and on my journey and you're on yours. And if we're meant to cross paths, the best way that we're going to be able to cross paths and be able to help out each other is if you're doing what you do best and I'm doing what I do best, right? And so when you become the truest version of yourself, you, you have your passions, you have your skills, you have your things for a reason, right? Like if you want to go and impress Russell Brunson, or you want to go and like, you know, be in that, that, that world or that circle, that desire is there for a reason. Follow that. Right. Like, so when, and when you do that, the people that will come in your path will just utterly blow your mind and you'll, you'll be able to have such cool connections. Like I've been able to like Russell Brunson follows me and DMS me on Instagram on a pretty regular basis. That's crazy, right? But it was because, not because I was trying to impress him, it was because I lived the truest version of myself and I happened to be in his world, right? And so like you're in my world. When you become that truest version of yourself, there's gonna be a time when I need you and there's gonna be a time when you need me and there's gonna be a time when it makes sense for both of us to actually go and do that. But if you try to force things, like it's really, really hard for both, you know, everybody involved. And so I always tell people like, be the best version of yourself be true to who you are, serve really like with just super be genuine, no ulterior motives. And when you do that, and when you show up that way, people are going to feel that. 
people are going to understand that and people are going to know you're a super genuine, passionate dude. So I'd say like be the truest version of yourself is the best way that you can help me. And then on a more tactical issue, go subscribe and leave a rating and review for the podcast. Of course. Why not? And that's how you land the dismount. So once again, Josh, I appreciate you being here. Um, You guys heard it. Go check him out. Um, All the links will be provided. Um, I look forward to um, the challenge that's coming up at the end of May. So you guys follow that too. Um, And once again, thank you very much. This is so valuable, not only for me, but I'm sure for others who are going to see this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And great interview. A lot of good questions. Just want to say another thank you to Josh. This was an amazing interview where I came out here just ready to take action. So guys, please make sure you take action on the things you've learned here. It's not all about the fancy funnels. It's not all about the sexy things that um, we see out there that make us feel like we're not doing enough. But it's about the small things. It's about the mindset. It's about taking action. It's about your story. It's about purpose. Those are the foundations that will create success. So once again, thank you to Josh for his time, for his effort, for his passion. He showed up and he did his thing. So uh, check him out. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Ask me any questions you might have about my journey, about anything that's going on. I look forward to sharing more of these with you.